Welcome to the Man I Want to Be podcast, where we are striving to become men we desire to be in character. My name is Keaton, and I am your host. You know, I wanted to say, this podcast is called The Man I Want to Be, not inspired by the song, although great song, but I called this podcast The Man I Want to Be because I'm not yet the man I want to be, and I'm not pretending to be, and if I ever come across that I'm pretending to be further along than I am, shoot me an email or something and be like, hey, act like the rest of us, and I, I, I will. But I do have a vision for the man that I want to be, and I'm striving every single day to become that man, but I'm, I'm not yet there. You know, this is an ongoing process. I'm striving. I've got a vision of who I want to be. And I hope that by the time I'm 80, I am even, I'm close to the vision that I've set for myself, but I'm not yet there, which today's topic is going to be about that. Because I had a moment the other day with my family where I was not acting like the man that I want to be. I wasn't even close, not in a morally detrimental way or anything like that, but I was far from my aspirations And I'm sure that the story I'm going to tell you and the topic we're going to talk about is something that you can relate to or you've probably already read somewhere anyway. But so for a quick story, I was on a walk with my family the other day. We were at this place that's just one of our favorite places. My my family, by the way, is my wife, Chelsea. Uh, Shout out to Chelsea and our perfect little daughter, Noah. It was a beautiful fall day. The air was like crisp and it was warm at the same time, this way it can only be during the fall. The leaves were in color. We're walking down our favorite path in Colorado, which trails a river. And halfway down the path, there's this awesome little coffee shop with delicious coffee and treats and outdoor seating. And we like to walk there, sit down, grab some coffee and a snack, sit there with our family and just enjoy the scenery. My wife asked me several times a month if we can go to this path. And I almost always say yes, because it's awesome. I love going there. So we're walking on this beautiful day, and Noah's at that age where all she does is coo, and it's so cute. Ooh, I didn't understand what cute aggression was until I had a little baby, and now I'm like, oh. She, like, coos, and she has that big toothless smile, and we're pushing her in her her stroller, and she is just cooing away, head turning as fast as she can as she tries to take in all the scenery that she can barely see because she's only two months old. And she's already a happy baby, and this was a moment where she was super happy, just ecstatic with life, filled with joy. And my wife, of course, she's already happy because she's outside. She dreams about the outdoors at night. She loves to be outside. And with a baby who's happy, mama's happy. And it was just like a wonderful family moment. And we're pushing along the path. And while they're having the time of their life, I'm sitting there mad and frustrated, not talking. I'm thinking about work. I'm thinking about other things that mostly work at that on that particular day, which who doesn't do that? And I was just frustrated. You ever been there? Like you're having a wonderful moment with your family or somebody else and you're just like just sitting there grumpy about something that's probably pretty trivial. That was me. So we're on this walk. Everyone's happy. I'm not talking. My mind is completely in a different place, thinking about stuff that frustrated me, missing out on what's happening right in front of me. And I might as well have been in an entirely different world. And like I said, I'm sure we've all been there. We've all been in this moment where something awesome is happening in front of us. It literally could strike awe if we would just pay attention And yet our minds have wandered to a very different place. Not like if everyone has this happen, what's the big deal? Like we've all, you know, we all get distracted. We all let our mind wander from time to time. 
what's the big deal? Well, it is a big deal. So let's just play a little mind game. What happens to a man and his family when a man's mind is constantly drifting to other places, stealing the attention that he should be giving to his family? It becomes a problem on a long enough time scale. Uh, your wife might start complaining that you don't listen or you don't pay attention or your children's will start to like look up and notice you're not paying attention and they'll say something. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Got an itch in my throat and it's not very comfortable and I'm not editing this podcast because that's not how I am. I want it to be raw and real and itches in my throat. <clears throat> so not only are you and I thinking about other stuff, but we're also missing what's in front of us. On a long enough time scale, this could lead to some problems. You miss out on what's happening in front of you. And it's embarrassing for me to admit, but my wife has told me many, many times. It's an embarrassing amount of times. Like, I feel like you don't listen to me. I'm like, I do listen to you. I'm just, you know, in another world while you're talking. And it's, it's like embarrassing and I, I hate it. In my personal vision for the man that I want to be, I have this like written document. We're going to go over it at some point. I have these rules for life. And one of my rules for life is be present. There's nothing more important to a family life than being present. Therefore, be present. It's one of my rules for life and I break it all the time. And we're going to talk about why why I break it because I think we all break it for the same reason. Attention is one of the great gifts that we as men give to our wives and to our children. Our wives want to know that we're listening to them. They want to know that we're paying attention to what's happening in their lives and our children desire the same thing. Like I'm starting to notice this about our daughter, Noah. She loves to be held. Now she, remember, she's only 10 weeks. She loves to be held and she loves to be held in a place where she can look at our face and smile that big baby toothless smile and laugh and coo and talk to us. She thinks she's having a full conversation and she's as happy as can be. She loves that. And there's so much joy in those moments. And I love holding her in her rocking chair with her head in my hand and talking to her. But I've noticed that if I'm holding her, and I pick up my phone to either check a text or scroll through social media or you know whatever we pick up our phones to do, I've noticed that I've got about two minutes before she stops starts crying. Literally two minutes. If I pick up my phone, I know I've got a two-minute window to scroll as much as I can, and then she's going to start crying. I put the phone down, and she instantly stops crying. It's bizarre. She wants my attention. She wants me to be present with her even at this ripe young age of 10 weeks. It's so important. And so anyway side that was a sidetrack but I, so I, i'm we're on this walk on this beautiful day and I, i'm like i start telling my wife what's going on because i've like she's understanding and gentle and i felt like i'm not present right now she probably knows she's not going to ask me about it because she's that's how she is she just kind of lets me be in my moods without trying to control me but i felt compelled to like confess to her that i wasn't present and that i was thinking about some work stuff that had frustrated me and so she she asked me about it she asked like why my mind wasn't there and We talked and I I said, I feel like my mind is fragmented. Like I'm trying to do too much with too little time. And you know, at that point, I'm only talking in regards to work. So we talk a little bit more and we're trying to get to the root of what was going on. And yes, my my mind was fragmented, fragmented. That was the right language, but it wasn't because of work. Not at all. Not at all. Work is only one of the few things that I give my attention to, but it is not the thing that makes my mind feel fragmented. Upon reflection and more discussion, 
my mind is fragmented because I'm constantly giving my attention to other less important things. And the more I give my attention away, the less I'm able to be present where I am, which is why my mind feels fragmented. And so the next morning, I'm like journaling about this. I'm a journaler, moleskin notebook. I like to write out what I'm thinking. It just like, it helps bring clarity. You don't have to journal if you don't want to. I think it's great. But so I'm journaling about this and I decided I'm going to make a list of everything that I give my attention to on a given day. And the list was kind of shocking to me. Uh, so here, here's a few things from my list. Just a few. Fantasy football, way too much. News notifications, texts, sporadically checking social media, YouTube. At the time, the ACLS championship games go Red Sox. They disappointed, but it's fine. Random questions that I have to Google in the moment. You know what you're like, you have a question and you're like, man, I got to Google this right now. Uh, podcasts audiobooks, physical books, plus then you throw in work, family, starting this podcast and everything else. Those are a few from my list. I'm trying to do too much with my mind too quickly. And the more I try to take on and the more stuff I try to input, the more fragmented my mind becomes. You could say I'm distracting away. I'm distracting myself away from the present moment. And okay, so here's the thing about me. I, I consume a lot of content more more than I should. And it's not succinct, it's sporadic. So like I'll listen to a news podcast in the morning on my way to work. I've got a pretty long drive to work. It's not the worst, but it's it's a good distance. So I'll listen to my short news podcast and then I'll switch to an audiobook. Boom. Two different things immediately. Uh then I'll like do my work and throughout throughout the day I'll sporadically check whichever news notification comes up because like they come up your phone you have to click them right or you have to at least break your attention away from your work to see what the headline says not to mention fantasy football stuff thrown in there uh then you know all this is after I've read my bible in the morning and I've read another book so I like to wake up read my bible and then I like to read another book before I go off to work um occasionally I'll work out but most of the time I'm just doing reading uh, then you get home, listen to a podcast on the way home, maybe read a book at lunch, fantasy football in the evening, fantasy football text. I'm, and then maybe another book in the evening, have a random thought, better Google it now. Cause it can't wait. I've got to know now. And there's never anything interesting or like, it's just like random. <clears throat> all of these things, all of these inputs, because they're sporadic, especially, I think that's going to be one of the things that's key. It's sporadic. It breaks my attention. It creates a pattern of being able to break my attention all the time. So at any given moment, I can let my mind wander. Just, that's just the habit it is in. It's a pattern. And it would be much better for me to just group these things so that I can fight off interruptions. Like, for example, I could set a timer for 30 minutes and read all the news that I needed to know, which I think it's important to know what's happening in the news. I could, so it's like, I don't think you should get rid of it, but I could just read all all of it in 30 minutes, all I would need to know for the day, and then move on. Instead of rant at random times throughout the day, clicking on each headline that comes up on my phone. I read an interesting stat today. Did you know the average person touches their phone 96 times a day? That's a, like, that's a lot of times to touch your phone. Uh, <clears throat> um, or I could drive in silence. I don't need to go from one po podcast to an audiobook that has nothing to do with what I was, I could just sit there and think about the podcast I had just listened to instead of just throwing in another input. So I could drive in silence. 
Um, all of that to say, like you've, you've heard all of this, all that to say is that every day you and I, we face distractions and they have unintended consequences on our work and on our family life. You know, one of the unintended consequences of these distractions is it takes us away from being present. So at work, not only are you not working, not being productive, not doing the job that has been asked of you, but you're also creating a pattern in your mind that takes you away from being present. And like I said, presence is the best thing you can give your family and it's the best thing you can give your work, but it's the best thing you could give your family. You can give them your full attention. So if you're like me and you have this problem, like what are we to do? We as men, we want to be present with our families and we want to be present at our job too. And I bet, I'm willing to bet, because I know this is true for me, you could actually get the work you need to get done if your phone wasn't begging for your attention. But what we can do, it's actually pretty simple. We can train our mind to be present, which the only way I know how to train our mind to be present is to eliminate distractions and to practice being present. You, you have to practice. You have to train your mind. Um, so we can do simple things. You could sit in silence in the morning. You could drive in quiet. You could turn off notifications on your phone. You could set your phones and technology, including the television, aside when you get home. Um, we could learn to be okay participating in less and knowing less. Uh, for example, I won't be participating in fantasy football after the season. We're currently in number one, but fantasy football, like it's a lot of fun, but it's kind of silly. It's trivial. It's distracting. And again, it's so fun, but it's not helping me become the man I want to be, which is a man who's present with his family. There are countless other ways that I could bond with the boys than making fantasy football trades and looking at stats for too many hours a day. You know, many authors have written about this particular topic. Uh, there's a great book, Distracting Ourselves to Death. Came, I think it actually came out before the invention of the smartphone. Um, Cal Newport has a book called Deep Work, which talks a lot about this. So I don't, I don't want to like beat the, the horse on this topic, but one of the things I think that we need to do, we need to understand being present with our families is the one of the most important gifts that we can give them. That means when you're sitting at your son's football game, you're not on your phone, you're watching every single play so that when he looks over at you, he knows that you're paying attention. And I promise you, he will look over to see if you're paying attention because I played baseball and I used to look to see if my dad was paying attention. Um, it's the best thing that we can give our family. I wanted to give a quick aside about my pops because my pops, he did this better than anybody. So, and you're going to hear several podcasts uh, where I interview my dad and talk to him about his life and how he became one of the best men that I've ever met. But my dad, I, I couldn't tell you most of the life lessons that he taught me, but I could tell you that he was absolutely present for everything. So my dad never missed breakfast. He used to make us do these Bible studies and we would just grunt at him. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, he never missed breakfast. As far as I can remember, he never missed dinner. He was my football coach, or excuse me, my baseball coach. He was my football coach for a little bit, but he was my baseball coach for eight or nine years. He was my brother's Boy Scout master and then Scout master all the way through high school. He didn't miss any events. He didn't miss fundraisers. He didn't miss anything. And this is all while he was running his own business that paid all of our bills. He'd never missed anything. And one of the things I could say about Pops is he was present. And that is what mattered to me. There was actually, okay, let me actually, let me rephrase what I just said. There was one event that he missed. And 
the only reason I remember that he missed it is because it was the first one that he missed and it was like devastating at the time. Be present. Be present with your family. This is like the best gift that you can give them. And it all a lot of what we're going to talk about on this podcast is going to come from a foundation of being present with your family in your work. It's part of being a good man. It's part of being the man you want to become. And that's all I have for this episode. I know it was a little shorter, but I said in my introduction that I'm going to have random thoughts and want to share them. And sometimes they'll be long. Sometimes they'll be short. And today is a nice short one. I hope this helps you become the man you want to be. And until next time, thank you for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, leave a five-star review and share it with a friend or five friends, and we will catch you next time.